Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. We glorify you, Lord God. You are such a good, good father. We honor you this morning. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you. Thank you, Lord. My God, we honor you. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We honor you. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you. We honor you, my God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for grace and brand new mercies, my God. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you, Lord God. We love you, Daddy. 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 We love you. 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 My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We lift up your name. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All praise goes to you. All praise goes to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We glorify you. We thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you. My God. My God. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we honor you, we honor you, we honor you. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations um, with Lakeisha. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson. If this is your very first time here, we welcome you. Um, that that song right there is by the Psalmist Rain, who has just kind of been on repeat in my um, Bible. I mean, in my song and and in my head and different songs. Um, and that song is called To Abba. And it just talks about how to how we honor God and how we love God and just how faithful and how good we are. And when we worship God, worship should be towards God, right? Worship is the only part of the service that's for God, right? Like worship is the only part. Worship is the only part of the service that's for God. And so we should be so intentional and our worship, like nothing else should matter when we are worshiping God, because that's the the only part of the service that's for God is worship. Like that's it. Every other part of the service is for man. And so we have to make sure that we spend plenty of time in worship towards God, because that's the only part, like that's the only part of the service that's for God. No other part of the service is for God. When we come get the word of God, that's for us. That's to build us up. That's to gird our loins with truth. That's why we worship. That's the point of the service. Like that's the assembly. That's so we can strengthen ourselves together. But that worship, baby that worship that's why it has to be worship that's centered towards god 
that worship time, like that first five minutes on this devotional in which we, we are, we come together. And I know it's hard cause we're family and we want to love on each other, but them first five, six minutes when we're together, that is supposed to be totally towards us worshiping God and nothing else because that's the only part of the service that he gets. That's the part of the service that we get to come into his presence and we get to tell him how much we love him and we get to tell him how much we adore him and we get to tell him how much we glorify him. And sometimes people ignore or limit or they don't think that the worship is important when the worship is so important because that's our time we spend talking to God. And I've talked to people before and they're like, oh, I don't want all that praise and worship stuff. I just come for the word. And I'm like, you need the praise and worship stuff, right? You, We need the praise and worship stuff because the praise and worship stuff is our time to exalt the Lord. It's our time to lift up the name of Jesus. It's our time to honor God. It's our time to just tell him how much we love him, right? The scripture tells us enter into his courts with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise and enter into his gates with praise. And if we are to, to enter in, if we are to get into his presence, then and when we get into his presence, we should be so centered on him. That's why the devil is so distracting, right? Like that's why the de devil is so distracting. He doesn't want you to think that praise or worship is important. And so we'll come into the praise and worship session of our lives. Like, and it's not just on this devotional. I guess this is a lesson for a second on praise and worship. It's not just on this devotional. It's in our lives. We'll negate how important praise and worship is when this is our time. And it's not supposed to be emotional about us. If we get emotional during praise and worship, it's good, right? Are we supposed to cast our cares and our burdens at the altar? Correct. But we have to watch because sometimes we like to get pulled into emotional praise and worship. And it's not about us. It's not about us. It's about this is the moment when I lift up God, right? When I just lift him up, when I thank him, when I bless him, when I tell him how much I adore him, right? And sometimes we can be so consumed or overwhelmed by our life, right? That we forget how important it is for us to lift him up. Like, there is no circumstance or no situation that God didn't give us a script for. Go over to the Beatitudes in Matthew and watch what God did. Like every situation that people were going through, like you fighting to keep peace, good. Blessed are the peacekeepers, right? You fighting to you just, you you just lost someone. Blessed are they that mourn for they be comfort. Like every beatitude that he gave was saying that God has you in every situation. So when we get before God, this is our time to bless and to praise his name. So do not ever negate that. Like don't ever negate praise and worship that's towards God, not towards man, not towards self, but a time in which I experience or I go into his gates and I'm worshiping him and I'm thanking him. And if it's hard and you and we get in tough spots, we be, we get in rough spots. But if we get into the place where we set our affection, my God, and we just look like I like my granny used to say, look to the hills which come with your help. And we just look to the hills which come with my help. And I understand that my help comes from the Lord. Then that's my moment to tell God, God, I adore you. God, I worship you. God, I bless you. God, God, I praise you. God, I magnify you. And can I tell you something that if you'll center yourself on praise towards him, if you'll just, if you'll just lose your mind in him for just a second, he will begin to mend your broken heart. He will begin to set things in order. If you will set your affection on him, demons and devils and things will begin to flee. Like you will just begin to see the hand and the power of God because it says something to daddy God when you worship him. My God, when you worship in the strangest of places, when you worship, when you make sure that you don't bow down your head in despair, when you, when you honor him in the worst places at all. And then you know what else it does? It confuses the devil. 
The enemy comes in like a flood. The word becomes the standard. We know that God has already said that to us. But when you can worship God in spirit and truth, like when you can just begin to lose yourself in worship, when the enemy has already set something like he's already set something before you or he's already been trying to attack you and you begin to worship. I just believe this with everything in me. And you just begin to worship God. And you just begin to lose yourself in worship and you just begin to praise God like never, ever, 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 ever before. It confuses the devil. And he's like, I thought she was in despair. I thought she was consumed. I thought she was overwhelmed. He, he thought he had his foot on your neck. He thought that you couldn't get up. And when you get up and you stand up in praise and worship, it just does something for God's heart. Like when it said Job, Job never cursed God, right? When you bless God in the most craziest place at the most inopportune time, I promise you it gets the attention of God and God will go to work on you. So don't negate how important praise and worship is. Don't, don't, don't negate how important it is for you to celebrate God, for you to extol God. I don't care if you can't do nothing, but say, thank you. 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 I promise you, if you tarry there in a thank you, something will come alive in you. So count it up and don't forget how important how important your praise and worship is to God. That's like your calling card, right? When you call when you call somebody and sometimes we can be rude. You don't just pick up the phone and start talking. When you call somebody, you sit yourself in place and you say, good morning. Well, that's what praise and worship is like to God. It's our good morning. Father, thank you. We love you. We adore you. We bless your name. We praise your name. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift our name on high Lord God. We thank you for your your presence. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for providing for us. And I promise you, I think if you begin to look around you, you have something to thank him for. You have something to thank him for. You have some reason to say thank you. You have some reason. You got breath in your body. You got some reason to say thank you. You got food in your fridge. You got some reason to say thank you. You didn't lose your mind. You got some reason to say thank you. You got activities in your land limbs, your hands move, your feet move. My God, I remember my friend Lysandra Hamilton, and I know she may be on later. She, I, I, I just remember when she couldn't move, when the activity, when the surgery, when all the things were going wrong. She couldn't move, right? She was in bed. She was not ambulatory. And I remember when she was not ambulatory, how it felt or how, when she was conveying to me what it was like for her not to be moved. And so just for her, I say, thank you just for her, because now she's up, she's walking and she's moving. So God, I say, thank you. I praise you. I bless you. I magnify you. I glorify you. My God. I remember when I didn't have food in my fridge, my God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you, Lord God. You are such a good, 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 good father. And I honor you and I adore you. And I lift up the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. You dwell amongst us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being comforter, for being advocator, for being teacher, for being our truth. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord God. My God. We thank you, Father God. We bless you. We love you, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the mind of Christ, Father God, so that we can walk in the will of God. We thank you for your perfect agenda for our life, Lord God. We thank you that the promises of God are yes and amen, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for giving us wisdom and knowledge that can only come from above, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for your peace. 
We thank you for your justice, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your judgment in this earth, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for healing in this land, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Your healing is manifesting, Lord God, for you were bruised for our iniquities. You were chastised for our peace. And by your stripes, Lord God, we thank you that we are healed. We thank you, Father God, for spiritual discernment, Lord God, that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear, that you open our understanding, Lord God, Lord God, that we we will not be moved by what we see, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the judgment of God. We thank you, Father God, that revival is breaking out, Lord God. Revival in the church. Revive your land. Revival in the city. Revival in the state. Revival in the nation. Revival in the world, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, wherever there is compromise that revival is breaking out, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that souls, my God, that the lost are coming in, Father God. Those that do not know you as Christ Jesus, those that do not know you as Lord and Savior, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for the harvest of souls, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the ministry of reconciliation, Lord God, that they long and hunger and thirst after you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for for end time judgments, Lord God, against evil governments, Lord God, that you will begin to judge anything that is evil in our government, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for righteous legislation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you begin to judge unrighteous legislation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the entire government is on your shoulder, Father God. We pray, we pray for unity amongst the body of Christ, Lord God. We thank you for reconciliation amongst the body of Christ. We thank you for reconciliation in this land. We thank you for one nation under God, Father God. And we thank you, Lord God, for holiness. And Jesus, we died on, you died on the cross so we could experience the holiness of God, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God, for your holiness, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for holiness against anger. We thank you for holiness against pornography. We thank you for holiness against hate. We thank you for holiness against drugs. We thank you for holiness against rebellion. We thank you, Father Father God, that we are coming to the ends of ourselves, Lord God, that we are thirsting and hungering for more of you, my God. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, Lord God, so we may know your perfect will for our life. We pray your will, Lord God. We thank you that your kingdom come and your will be done on this earth, your kingdom in our finances, your kingdom in our home, your kingdoms in the your kingdom in this ministry, your kingdom in our city, your kingdom in our state, your kingdom in our nation, your kingdom in this world, Lord God. We need you, oh God. Pour your spirit out upon our flesh, Lord God. Let us be, be able to discern, Father God, you, your will for our perfect lives, Lord God, so that we can walk according to your will what is written in our books for us, Lord God. Let us not be given over to diverse temptations, Lord God. Keep us from evil. Father God, please forgive us for any sin we have committed against you or anyone else, Lord God. Let us not be blind to sin in our lives. My God, let us not be blind to the things in our lives that do not align up with your word. Let us abandon pride in us, Lord God. Let us seek out help, Father God, when we need help, Lord God. And let us stand at your throne boldly, Lord God. We bless your name. We praise your name. We magnify you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the angels are encamped around us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the angels are in charge, Lord God. We thank you that we are not led by our own temptations, Lord God, that we will not give over to the lust of the flesh, Father God. We thank you this morning, Lord God, that we put a guard over our mouths, Lord God. We will only say what's pleasing in your sight, Lord God. We will only think on things that are good, love, lovely, pure, noble, and of good report, Lord God. Holy Spirit, control our thoughts today, Lord God. Let us not be given over to diverse temptations, Lord God. We cast down and drive out the spirit of gossip and dissensions and lewdness and crudeness and sexual immorality, Lord God. My God, we thank you. You are purifying this nation, that we are pure of heart, Lord God. I thank you that you charge your people up, Lord God. I thank you that they have the mind of Christ, Lord God, and that they operate in the will of God, Lord God, and that they will not faint. Charge your people up, Lord God. Charge your people up, Lord God. Charge your people up, Lord God. My God, charge your people, Lord God. Let them stay plugged in. Let them tap into your word. Let them find their strength in you, Lord God. Let them 
Let them be marked by your glory, Lord God. Let them be glory carriers, Lord God, in the field, in the city, Lord God. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we glorify you. Do not let them sit idle, Lord God. Do not let them be given over to the ways of this world, Lord God. Do not let them be consumed by what they see, Lord God. Do not let them fall into diverse temptations, Lord God. Do not let them be consumed by media, Lord God. Let them hear hear from you, Lord God. Give them a discerning spirit, Father God. Charge them up, Lord God. Charge them up, Lord God. Charge them up, Lord God. My God, charge them up. Let them lay their hearts on the altar this morning, Lord God, to be inspected by you, Father God, so that we can receive the spirit of truth, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for ample grace, and we thank you, Father God, for your mercy, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that we have eyes to see Thank you for pulling the scales off our eyes. My God, charge your people up. Let them stay tapped in. Let them stay connected. Do not let them be wise in their own eyes, Lord God, but let them find their wisdom in you. Let them find this sermon in you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Your judgment is on our situations and it's in our favor. My God, we thank you. You are judging in my favor for you say you would never see the righteous forsaken nor your seed ever begging for bread, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God. We thank you. You never leave us. You never forsake us that the promises of God are yes and amen. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we bless you. Father God, we magnify you. Father God, we glorify you. Father God, we extol you. Father God, we lift your name up. My God, we thank you. We bless you. My God, miracle signs and wonders, Lord God. For those that stand in need of healing, charge them up, Lord God. They charge them up, Lord God. Remind them of your promises, Lord God. Remind them healing is a part of their benefit package, Lord God. Let them seek your face, Lord God, like never ever before. My God, for those that need financial restoration, Lord God, charge them up give them wisdom for kingdom finances. Let them be tithers. Let them be sowers. Lord God, you said you would give seed for the sower, Lord God. And thank you, Father God, for those families that need to be mended, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the spirit of unity is on the family and the spirit of forgiveness is on the family and wholeness is on the family, Lord God. And holiness is on the family. And every generational curse is broken right now in Jesus. I drive out the spirit of strife in Jesus' name. I drive out the spirit of discord in Jesus name. I drive out the spirit of lewdness in Jesus name. I drive out the spirit of crudeness in Jesus name. My God, I thank you. Heal our land, Lord God. Heal our land. We drive out this toxicity in our land in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Now, Jesus, give us your holiness, my God. Everything in our life that does not line up with your will, show it to us, Lord God, so that we can walk in your perfect will in our lives, Lord God. My God, we honor you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in us. Let the same mind, Lord God, I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for we are not of this world. We are not of this world. Let revival break out. Let revival break out. My God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I magnify you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. You are a sovereign God. You are a sovereign God. You are a just God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. There is scripture to back up the judgment of God. There, there's scripture. And I'm going to give you that. That's Isaiah 58 and 2. It says, tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. Right. And so 
if we are going to get instructions on, if we're going to release the judgment of God into this earth, right? So that the Lord can begin to heal our land, right? Because it says my people who are called by my name, if they shall humble themselves and pray, right? And, and turn from their wicked ways, I'm going to heal their land. And so if we want to see the just justice and the judgment of God on the land, and remember, I talked to you about what judgment is. Judgment is not a scary thing. We want God to judge us. We want God to judge our land because because his judgment looks different, right? His judgment on sickness is healing. His judgment on compromise is revival. His judgment um, on the kingdom of darkness is soul winning. His judgment um, on evil government is end time judgment. His judgment on unrighteous legislation is righteous legis legislation. His judgment on division is unity, right? And his judgment on sin, anger, pornography, drugs, rebellion is holiness, right? And so if we are going to to pray the will of God in this earth. And we're going to ask, we're asking God's judgment on the earth. If we're asking for God's judgment on the earth, there are a few things that we need to be able to do ourselves. Right. And so Isaiah 58 and two says we're supposed to come into the temple. That's what he told him. Right. And because they, and this is really talking to you about fast. You're asking God to take action on your behalf. Lord, I'm asking you to take action on my behalf. I'm asking you to take action on the nation. I'm asking you to take action for my family. I'm asking you to take action for those of my loved ones that are lost. Right? So how do I take action? One, I see God daily. I seek God daily. I'm going to seek you daily. I'm not going to miss seeking you. I'm going to rise early in the morning and I'm going to seek you so that I begin to understand your perfect will for my life Two, The second thing is I'm going to delight to know your ways that I need to delight to know your ways. What are your ways? And the only ways that I'm going to delight to know your ways is that I meditate on your laws day and night, right? Every time I've received any kind of healing spirit, soul, and body, it's because I've been meditating on his ways. Okay. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Uh, did you hear me? Anytime that I've received anytime that I have received healing spirit, soul, and body is because I, I have meditated on his ways. It is, it is, it has been because I meditated on his ways. When people ask me about my strength or my bounce back or how I overcame, it's because I meditated on his ways. So you got to seek him daily. You got to delight to know his ways and then do not forsake the ordinance of God. You got to obey God. You, you got to obey God. You got to obey God. You got to obey him. You got to honor him. You got to obey him. You got to do what he requires of you. You, you, you got to, you got to his ordinance. You got to operate according to kingdom, right? If he's telling you to put a guard over your mouth, put a guard over your mouth. If he's telling you, um, the promises of God are yes and amen. Trust that the promises of God are yes and amen. If he's telling you that life and death are in the power of your tongue, then don't let nothing else come out your tongue or out your mouth, but life. If he's telling you to love your neighbor as you love yourself, you need to learn how to love your neighbor as you love yourself. If he's telling you to give to the poor, to take care of the widows, you need to be giving to the poor. You need to be taking care of his widows. You need to do not forsake the ordinances of God because obedience provokes something. When we obey God, when God knows that you will obey him, no matter what, when God knows you're going to get up out that bed, when God knows you're going to fast, when God knows you're going to honor him before you honor anybody else that provokes something out of God, right? Your obey, when you obey him, that says something to God that demonstrates that you operate in the fear of the Lord and not in the fear of the Lord for judgment. I hear you, Holy Spirit, but in the fear of the Lord, because I want to honor you in absolutely everything I do. Right. And then ask of him the ordinance of justice, ask him for justice, ask him for it. And then take delight in approaching God. When you go before God, you should be like, I'm here and I'm there. And I'm no, take delight in approaching God. That is your father. So I want to give you two. I want to give you a few scriptures for that. Right. I want to give you something for that. This is first. This was John eight and twenty three. And we're still renewing our mind. I don't want y'all to think we forgot about renewing our mind. I don't want y'all to think we forgot about what word we were med meditating on. We're still renewing our mind. But I need you to get this one thing in your spirit today. John 8 and 23. This is what Jesus said. It says, so the Jews began to ask, will he kill himself since he says where I'm going? You cannot. And Jesus was telling him, you can't go where I'm going. Right. And he said, then he told him, you know what? This is why I love Jesus. 
This is why I love Jesus. He said, you know what? He said, you are from below. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit. The, you know what was Lakeisha's words, not God. He said, you you know what? He said, you are from below. I'm far, far, far from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. That's why I told you, you would die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Well, when I accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, that's why I don't want, we don't serve no weak Jesus. We ain't got no weak father. We ain't got no weak God. There is no circumstance or situation that is above the judgment of God. And if you will slow down and see God's hand every time, can I be real? The government was out of control. If you will slow down and see God's hand, he always gave us wisdom. He always gave us knowledge. He always gave us instruction. God is not going to let us be born. When we are living kingdom, he is not going to let us be born into a system or a place that continues to have unrighteous legislation. When there is unrighteous legislation in place, God is going to rise up. But if you spend time studying your word, you will see it was always a process. You will see God always brought out a leader. He always brought a leader to the forefront that had his heart, that was in line with his will, that had an ear to hear him, to bring revolution for things to be changed. Right. And so Jesus told him, he said, I'm not of this world, right? You know, I'm not of this world. And unless you believe in me. So when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, right. Then we then become not of this world. So let me give you the scripture on this Colossians three, two. Therefore, since you've been raised with Christ, strive for things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden in Christ Jesus. I am, I am a disciple of Christ. This is not a religious thing. So when I accept Jesus Christ to be Lord, to be savior. I get in the water. I come out the water. I'm converted when I'm converted. That's a brand new me. This is why I have to renew my mind to this truth, or I won't think I have any power to overcome any situation. Step back. Every healing I've ever needed was in the word of God. At when I was anxious, when I was sick, I don't take medicine and anybody will tell you that I haven't had medicine in my system for the last couple of years. I'm not against medicine. We all have our own faith testimony and I have been sick. I ain't talking about a little sick. I'm talking about sick, sick, sick. I've been sick before they were saying coronavirus. I'm pretty sure I had it. I have been sick, sick, sick. And when I was sick, 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 I positioned myself. I have a rug. It's like the healing rug. I laid on that rug and I played the word of God for four days and I meditated on the word of God day and night and I stayed there. And then the, the elders came and laid hand on the sick. My boys was laying hands on me and I received my healing by faith <laughs> and I received it by faith. When I was mentally about to lose my mind, battling with depression, everything that I needed was in the word. Everything I needed was in the word. I, but you just have to get something in you that rises up that says, I'm not going to give over to this. But the understanding comes from, I am not of this world. I am not of this world. And if I am not in this world and my life is now hidden in Christ, then I get to receive everything that Christ said about me. So let me give you this scripture to meditate on because we're still in first Peter. I get to receive everything that Christ said about me and nothing less. I get to receive that everything Christ did for me and nothing less. Right. And this is not magic. The baby, this miracles, this, the hand of God, but you got to take your position. I am not of this world. I'm not of this world. That, that I, it's so much. That's why I went, can I share this with you? When death came in, when my husband died and I was losing myself in his death, God took me to a scripture and he showed me where Abraham had lost Sarah. 
And he said, she knelt and then she got up and I felt my second wind came in. He also took me over to the other scripture when he told the man, when he was like, oh, I want to come after you. And he was like, oh, I got to bury my father. And he was like, go let the dead bury your dead. When he gave me that scripture, I know he was telling me I had every power inside me to overcome the grief that I was feeling. He then took me to Matthew and said, blessed are they that mourn, mourn, right? For they shall be comforted. Well, the only way I could find the comfort that I needed was in the word of God, right? So those are the Beatitudes. So let's go back to first Peter and 13. I love how God set this up and I'm reading out of the amplified version of the Bible. And it says, so prepare your minds for action. Did you, did you hear what I'm saying? Did you hear what the word says to us this morning? It says, so prepare your minds for action. You got to prepare your mind for action. You got to make a decision. You know what? I'm going to set my minds on things above or not on earthly things because I am not of this world. I am not from this world. I do not belong in this world. John 17, 16 says they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. They are not of the world. I'm not of the world. And so we have to sober up. So first Peter 13, and it says, um, so prepare your minds for action. Be completely sober in spirit, steadfast, stead, steadfast, steadfast, right? Steadfast, right? Steadfast. Angela, don't make me shout. Steadfast, right? Steadfast. What does it mean for me to be steadfast? I got to prepare myself in the work. I got to remain steadfast. I got to make sure I'm being steadfast, that I'm not being I'm immovable, that I'm abiding in the word and the work of the Lord. When I'm steadfast, I'm faithful, I'm loyal, I'm constant, I'm resolved, I'm, I'm resolved. I have allegiance to the word of God. I am unswerving. You cannot move me when I am steadfast. I believe that the word is 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 the word. That's what happens when I am steadfast. I'm self-disciplined, right? I'm spiritually and morally alert. We are called to be spiritually and morally alert, right? When I'm self-disciplined, I do not let my emotions get all over the place. Mm -mm. I can't afford to. I can't afford to be pulled in to every wind and every doctrine and all that other stuff. I can't afford to just let myself. So if I'm self-disciplined, here's the thing with self-discipline. I correct and regulate myself. I correct and regulate myself for the sake of improvement. When I am self-disciplined, I, you ain't got to correct me. I'm going to correct and regulate myself. And when the word of God is in me, then I'm going to correct and regulate myself according to the word and not according to some strange doctrine or some strange teaching or something else. No, I'm going to correct myself according to the word because I am self-disciplined, right? And then I'm going to become spiritually and morally alert. And how do I become spiritually and morally alert? The only way that I'm going to become spiritually and morally alert is I know what the word of God is. So God's saying to us, so, so prepare your minds for action. You got to prepare your minds for action. You got to understand his will. This, the same mind. Can somebody say that the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, the same mind in Christ Jesus is in me, same mind in Christ Jesus. And what kind of mind is that? That's a mind that's in humility. That's a mind that's focused on things above the same. I have the same mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ, but you're not going to understand that unless you receive that by the spirit. So the mind of Christ gives, is going to give you the discernment you need on spiritual matters. Come on now. I'm not losing my mind. When the devil trying to tell you, I'm not moved. I'm not going to be overcome with grief. I'm not going to be consumed. Right? Do you, can, 
I'm not going to be right. I'm not going to be, I was trying to make sure I could say, do you know, I had two kids that were homeless during, during some stuff, like during when the pandemic started, I had two kids that were in different states and didn't have places to stay. Do you know the enemy was trying to comfort my mind about them? Like that he was trying to provoke me in thinking, think, making me think that something was going to happen to them. Right. But the word of the Lord rose up in me and charged me up and said, no, 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 no. The same God, the same God you serve. They have not fulfilled their purpose on this earth. There'll be no miscarriage or barrenness in this land. All of my children are going to walk into the purpose and fulfill their destiny. And they are not going to leave this earth before they fulfill it. Right. The f- before they fulfill it, like before they fulfill it. And I had to set my mind on things above the same, that same God I serve, the same God that loved me is with me. And so I just begin to charge myself up and say, you know, the angels are encamped around them. God is in the midst of this. I'm not getting ready to give over to fear because he was trying to attack me and have me fearful and have me overwhelmed and have me where I couldn't sleep. I had to set my mind. I began to set my angels. No angels and camp around cars and camp around wherever they wherever they at, wherever they at, you stay encamped around them. You stay with them. Lord, you are with them. And if I felt fear and anxiety coming up, I had to set myself on things above. I had to, I had to, I had to prepare my mind for action and how we prepare our minds for action is through the word of God. Anybody want to admit they've been a little lackadaisical where the word of God is. You've been a little lazy in the word of God, right? Is you been the same, same, been a little lazy where the word of God is. Not, no, you're going to have to sober up. You're going to have to prepare your mind. You're going to have to be completely sober. You're going to have to be steadfast. You're going to have to be self-disciplined, right? And then this is what I love. You're going to fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. Come on, God. Come on, God. You're going to fix your hope. Come on now. You're going to fix your hope on the grace of God that is coming to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. And so Jesus Christ has been revealed to you. He's revealed to in your word. That's where you're going. Same grace. I'm going to rest my hope fully on the grace that is brought to me in the revelation as Jesus Christ. My God, his grace, his grace is sufficient. That's what, if you got to say it to yourself a thousand times, when Paul, when the thorn wasn't removed, when the situation didn't remove, when the circumstance was overwhelming, when he was consumed, when it looked like the enemy wasn't going to let up, he said, God, your great, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. I got enough grace. I got enough power. I got enough strength. I got enough mercy. And when you struggle with unbelief, guess what? This is what I love about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I need you to help me with my unbelief. I need you to help me where I'm struggling. I need you to help me where I don't believe. I need you to help me where I'm confused, right? (laughs) Grace was brought to you and it's going to be brought to you again when Jesus comes back. So grace isn't for the past. Grace isn't. Grace happens when we first gave our lives to Jesus. My God, grace is for every moment that we are standing. We stand in his grace. Grace is also for the future. Romans five and two says by whom also we have access. Can you say that over yourself this morning? I have access to God. I have access to God. I have access to God. Don't let the enemy make you think you ain't got access to God because you might have fallen or fell over. David was a man after God's own heart. Get back up in his face. Repent. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you with those broken places. But you got access to God. Stay in a place of forgiveness. That's the don't don't get an unforgiveness. It says Romans five and two, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace. When we stand and rejoice in the hope and glory of God. So when I stand in grace, I rejoice in the hope of God. I rejoice in what God has said about me. Do you, can I share something with you? Do you know God has just only begin to show you the riches of his grace? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't seen, you ain't seen, and I'm going to be a little grammatically incorrect. You ain't seen, you ain't seen all of what God going to do for you. You ain't seen, you ain't experienced 
all of what God has for you. You you haven't seen you are you haven't you haven't gotten the full measure of what God has for you. Grace is God's unmerited love of God, and it stoops in and it swoops in and it comes in to save and to bless us. And it is the source, my God. It is the source of all we need. It's the source of every gift. It's the source of every provision. Come on now. It's the source. It comes from it's in infinite. God grace is God's heart towards you. It comes from his infinite heart. My God, I thank you, Lord God. So you got to begin to pray the will of God. You got to prepare your mind for action. <laughs> you got to prepare your mind for action. You don't come, you're, you're going to be obedient. You're not going to conform yourself to the things of this world. I'm going to prepare my mind for action. I'm going to be completely sober, spirit, steadfast, self-disciplined, spiritually and morally alert. I'm going to fix my hope completely on grace. I'm going to, because here's the thing that you need to know. Our job is to pray the will of God into this earth. Once we become believers, our job is for discipleship, right? And we're going to, our job, that's our job. So right now, today, we are renewing our mind in the fact that God is who he is, right? And that he is, that he said what he said, right? So we got to expect the hand of God. And then we got to celebrate during the process. Right? I just gave you that this morning. I got to celebrate during the process. My my God. So I want to show you some things in prayer, some things that we need to pray the will of God in this earth, asking God to pour out a deep conviction of sin, right? Asking him to deal with us in spiritual brokenness. And we'll go through these things and we're going to get these things in our spirit because it's time for us to prepare our minds for action. And you can't pray these things. You can't pray these things unless your mind is prepared for action. And how do I prepare my mind for action? I'm going to prepare my mind for action through the word of God so that I can understand his will. I'm going to repent. I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to repent. I'm going to shut down things that, that make me anxious. I'm going to shut down things that make me worry. I'm going to shut down things that do not line up with God's will. I'm not going to be pulled emotionally by the things of this world. I'm not going to be pulled. I'm not going to trust my eyes because they can deceive me. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. I'm going to humble myself. Second Corinthians seven and 10 says for godly sorrow that is in accord with the will of God produces a repentance without regret leading to salvation, but worldly sorrow, the hopeless sorrow of those who do not believe produces death. Right. And so I'm going to ask God to pour out a deep conviction of sin, of spiritual brokenness, of holy fear and general repentance, not just in myself, but amongst all people and amongst all leaders. Right. Ephesians 6, 14 and 20 says, so stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness an upright heart and having strapped on your feet, the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news above all lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation. This is the amplified version. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God with all prayer and petition. Pray with specific requests. Don't be just rambling. Pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit, my God. And with this in view, stay alert. Hold on. Yes. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition interceding in prayer, interceding in prayer for all God's people and pray for me that words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of salvation for which I, Lakeisha M. Johnson, am an ambassador in chains and pray that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly and courageously as I should. I am praying that you speak boldly and courageous 
as you should. My God, can I pray for us? Father God, I thank you. I bind our minds to the mind of Christ and I bind our will from the, to the will of God. Lord God, and we lose everything from our life that's been destructive, that's been distracting, that's been overwhelming, that's been consuming. Lord God, we will not give over to the grief of this nation. We will become sober. We will become alert knowing that our adversary is roaming around like a lion. He ain't a lion, but he's looking like a lion seeking to devour. And so we're on, on, on alert status. I hear you, dad. We're on alert status, Lord God. We're preparing our minds for action my God. And we're preparing us from action in the word. My God, I thank you, Father God, for our due diligence. I thank you for strength. I thank you for good character. I thank you for integrity amongst us. My God, I thank you, Father God, that we will be active, Lord God, that we will be swift and quick, Lord God, that we will pull out our swords, Lord God, that we will become sober minded, Lord God, that we will think like Christ, Lord God, that we will follow your instructions and get your wisdom for every area of our life. Let us be mindful of you in absolutely everything. Father God, we thank you. Our minds are sharp. And we thank you. Our minds get wisdom from God. And once what was hidden is now being revealed. We thank you, Father God, that our mind is a trusting mind, that we operate in the spirit of God. We thank you that our mind can not, that, that the mind of Christ, what cannot be understood is being stood, understood by the spirit. And we thank you, Lord God, for discernment in all spiritual matters. My God, we take our faith and our position in you, sobering up, Lord God, preparing our minds for action, Lord God. Anything that is in us that is not like you, burn it up, Holy Spirit. Bring it to, a, to our remembrance and let us deal with it swiftly and quickly. Now, if you have never, ever, ever accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my God, I want to lead you to Christ this morning. It's so important for you to be able to walk into the fullness of what God is saying. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus is what saved me. Jesus is what changed me, right? So you need Jesus. You need Jesus. I don't care what anybody tells you. You need Jesus. You need him. You need to accept him. That's what Jesus said. I'm not of this world. And if you're going to tap into all of this, you need Jesus. So just simply repeat after me. My God, dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I need you to come into my life. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you the best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. <laughs> I need your resurrecting power in my life today. Holy Spirit, I need you. My God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I surrender to you today by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you pray that prayer, I would love to continue to disciple you. I would love to continue to help develop you in the, the word of God. God promises him that cometh unto me, I will no wise cast out. John 6 and 37, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10 and 13. My God, I love you. Do me one more favor. Go to the website. Will you continue? To, will you just Think about partnership. If the Lord leads you to partner, Lord leads you to sow a seed. If the Lord leads you to volunteer, to tap in, however way you see, just go over to the website, get more information about the ministry. Consider becoming a monthly partner with us. Go see all the things that we are doing in action. If you want to be a part of Feed the Streets, we're going to be out serving um, our people this weekend. God set a goal for us. We're going to meet that goal this weekend. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, we have some other partnerships, Drew Projects, Salvation Army. If you want to be a part of any of our projects, um, please get in contact with us. We would love for ha to have you volunteer. We would love to have you to be involved and we would love to partner you. I love you. Oh, oh, new, new impact. The boys and I did, we're doing a four part series on fear. If you need to talk to your kids about, come on now, zero deaths reported from COVID-19 in New York. Glory to God. 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 My God. Thank you, God, because that has not been New York's story. Thank you for your hand and your judgment on coronavirus. The east wind has judged it, and the west wind is in our favor. That's the judgment of God. The healing is the judgment of God. We love you so. We love you so much. We love you so much. God loves you, and I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go be loved today. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God in you, right? I love you so much. I'll see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m. Love.
Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.